eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to this PowerCat podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode of the PowerCat podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast network. And if you enjoy this podcast please consider becoming a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com. We cover the Wildcats like no one else with our VIP customers enjoying one-of-a-kind coverage from our team of professional journalists. And sign up today for an annual subscription to GPC and grab a 30% discount on your first year. And now here's the PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig-Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime Podcast, the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, the, the podcast that we end your week with by having fun. You ask us something, we answer it. It doesn't have to be about Kansas State sports. It can be about anything. Within reason, we try to keep it uh, PG-13. Right. For the most part, I bleep out my cussing, which I do on this, and I use the word, well, I can't say it, but it was an anchor man. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what is PG-13 about that? Hey, you get one. Yeah. You get one. We're sponsored by The Fridge. They are R-rated when it comes to getting you booze. They're so good, they're nasty. Get to The Fridge at the corner of this and that in the town in which we live. It sounded like an ad for something else. I'm just... I was not comfortable listening to that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk this way the whole Please class. don't. I will leave. Hey, um, I won't do that because uh, I need Riley in here. You have a high bar to meet. Oh, last week was pretty good. It was good, and our downloads weren't what I expected. I don't know what you people want. Well, if they're not listening, then, I mean, how can you find out what they want if they didn't listen? Because they're not hearing you tell them that you don't know what they want. Brilliant. It's a vicious, never-ending cycle. The Whopper didn't do as well as I thought it would. Last week, I thought it was laugh-out-loud funny. 
which is pretty egotistical to say it since I'm part of it and I put it together. But there were some times in there I still chuckled about stuff that Zach said something that made me laugh repeatedly. That's fair. Loser. That was it. <laughs> that was pretty good. We're sponsored by The Fridge. Seriously, go to The Fridge. Pledge your loyalty to The Fridge. Look, I'm having a bad fall, okay? Last year, my favorite restaurant, Wahoo, went out of business because not enough people were going, apparently. And now another one of my favorite restaurants in Aggieville has gone under. Celtic Star. Where's my Irish ass going to get good fish and chips now? They were so good. They were. And now I find out the east side and west side markets are going out of business because the owner's retiring. And, you know, honestly, probably they're not very profitable, so there's not much value in selling it. I don't think she owns the buildings. so There's not much there to sell. You know, life isn't really fair. Those are good little local businesses. I'm going to miss the watermelon sign. I mean, Oh, my God. If you wanted to do plants, flowers, we do hostas. I probably bought 20 hostas there, more than that this year. And then their their fruit, their Colorado peaches. Oh, so good. It's a little weird. Bring in the whole truck of Colorado peaches. They unload the fresh peaches right from the weed fields of Colorado. That's I don't think they really grow them together. Anyhow. It's been rough, man. We're losing businesses. And Panera. Oh, my God. Panera set a world record for a franchise going out of business on the east side of town. You probably didn't even know there was a Panera out on Highway 24 towards Wamego. Because when you go there, you're going to Raisin Cane's. Yep. it's right. It was right next to Raisin Cane's, tucked awkwardly in a parking lot, and then nobody went. Hidden behind Faith Furniture. <sighs> So I'm not upset about that. I mean, I am. Someone, people have jobs, but I, I get sad when local businesses go under because people put their heart, soul, and honestly, their financial well-being into that instead of just getting jobs and working for other people and making a living. They take a risk to employ other people, and then to see them fail, particularly when they're friends of mine, it, I get upset. So, this is an ad about the fridge. Locally owned, go there. But when you're in town, eat, drink, and be local. Please. This is a great town. Don't let it become just like every other suburban place that you might be coming from that has a bunch of franchise stuff. We pride ourselves in good local eats, drinks, and other places. And they're, they're all struggling. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got to say. I'm out. It's been a good podcast. <clears throat> but we want Brahms. But we, I, I heard there's a big old signage issue with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. I'm really disappointed because I live on that side, and honestly, that was one of the pros to living over there. Hey, we'll have a Brahms soon. I want a cheeseburger. I just want a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Just want a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. Give me a cheeseburger. I want a cheeseburger. Brahms, don't fight it. I mean... I guess I don't understand. What's the signage issue? Like, they can't put a sign up? <laughs> they can't put that big Brahms sign up. Well, what the hell? Why not? Because it's a sign. I can see Raisin Cane's sign from here. and We're not even that well, close. Because that is more of a commercial corridor. That's, a, that's more of a... I mean, there's businesses across, like, 
offices, dentist practices, doctor's practices. Then there's residential places and a garden center. There's no other. Get your ice cream and then get your your health checkup. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was about like that you're only allowed in Manhattan to have one sign on each side of your building, and they wanted to have like 12 total. Oh, I don't know. That and seems I, excessive. Yeah, but like, are they counting like a little neon sign that says shakes <laughs> or burgers on it as a sign? Like, uh, well, you know, this there. town tends to get a little oversensitive about stuff, but I get it. Well, I understand there's some things out there. You got to have rules. Everyone needs to follow the rules, except for me. The Home Depot cannot be too orange. No, that's, oh my God. Is that a real thing? That was a real thing. That was a real thing. Wow. This, this town gets caught up. Uh, the Target couldn't have a, couldn't build a fully dedicated grocery store. And then they ended up renovating and adding a grocery store. And then they didn't mind. This is ridiculous, this town. Let's talk about fun things instead. Let's talk about it. here's Here's something fun from Zach. It's your questions from Wabash Station as we delve into the overtime with poop jokes. From Exhausted Nihilist, true or false, if you rub the side of a white claw can really <laughs> hard with a gum eraser, the letters Z-I-M-A will appear. <laughs> oh, my God, I never thought of that. <laughs> I figured you'd be, like, the one, like, right up the alley for this. I, I never have had a Zima. No, what? No. This isn't my thing. I'm into manly drinks like lemon drop martini. I was <laughs> Dang, I wish my parents were on this podcast. They they were all about the Zima thing. When it came back, what was that, last year, two years ago? When it came back, they were all about it. And I'm like, honestly, this thing kind of sucks. Like, it's it sounds like a disease carried by mosquitoes in South America. <laughs> There's been a Zima outbreak across the Midwest. It's... I'll say no. All right. You can make fun of me all you want. I say enough things to get made fun of, so what's one more? White Claws are good, man. Oh, hell no. Seltzers are good, man. Now, they're not as good as the Natty Seltzers, but I'm on the seltzer train. I came across a table with a K-State athletics official at it um, and a couple TCU guys, another K-Stater, and Tanner's on Friday night, and they were drinking buckets of Truly. See, the Truly's too fruity for me. There's too much to it there. I, not about that. I would not call them out, Magular, but I would say that I'm disappointed in Magular for drinking fruity Trulies instead of man beers. <laughs> Magular. <laughs> I had to think about it. I didn't. I couldn't understand what you're saying. In the first time. <laughs> I expect it from the TCU guys. They're those fancy Fort Worth fellas. You're a K-Stater, by golly. Matt Giller. <laughs> oh, man. But I won't mention who it is, Matt Giller. Okay. From Julie Gates. I don't know where this question got posted. Uh, she... Uh, we were in the bar in Hayes two weeks ago at Oktoberfest, and we were talking about the podcast. Dad was talking about it for some reason, and she said, asked me how she uh, submits a question, and I said, well, you either got to post it on the boards or tweet it to us. And just she said, why can't I just tell it to you? And I'm like, you really think I'm going to remember what you asked me sitting in a bar in Hayes tonight? And then she tweeted it to me, and I still forgot. 
So I think she tweeted it to me too. Yeah, and me too. And the, nothing in there said it was just out of nowhere. She's just, asking me these bizarre yeah. questions, and I knew one thing: Julie's drunk. I'm so drunk I can barely see, but it helps me get the another day. My stomach is filled with haggis and hard. I've got to go puking some hay. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was a thing. So yeah, she really she was upset that I didn't ask these last week. So Julie Gates asks, what college has the best live mascot? <sighs> There's a lot of different ways of looking at this, I think. Because, like, if you want, if you want, like, what I think is probably like one of the most unique or or maybe the the coolest thing to have, the Georgia Bulldog is really cool because he doesn't do anything. He sits in an air conditioned doghouse. Is he cooler than the Mississippi State Bulldog? Uh, I don't know about that actually. But they don't do a whole lot. And then you've got your guy like Mike the Tiger who eats the logo of the opposing team in beef. Which is amazing. I don't know who to give more credit to. But he doesn't come to the game. He's just on campus. Still. He's nearby. Uh, and then you've got, of course, Ralphie. It's a stampede! Is that illegal yet? What? Are they? Is it illegal to... Like, I feel like they're going to stop running Ralphie soon. Well, we don't know. They play in the Pac-12. Oh, yes. In Pac-12 football nobody sees happen. That. I don't think that it's illegal. There I'm just talking about it was banning more, it because yeah. it's too dangerous. You're letting a giant buffalo run loose with guys hanging on like they could actually stop the buffalo. One of these days, it's going to get loose and hurt somebody. I agree. Bevo almost hurt Ugga last year. Oh, yeah. Um, Florida, Florida should have a live mascot. They should. It'd be kind of fun. They yeah. call the gator chomp and put him at midfield and throw some food at him, and then they have to worry about corralling him after. That seems ill-advised. I think that sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know. My answer... The Sooner Schooner. <laughs> Which tipped over. I have to go with Ralphie. I mean, you have a live buffalo basically running free in the pregame, and people might die. Dark. That's cool. Dark Horse? The Notre Dame mascot. <laughs> He's literally alive. <laughs> or uh, West Virginia. Yeah. They are they are live mascots and they actually go to the games and cheer. So I wish Baylor had Those a live mascot. Banned. If you if you gotta if you if you wish Baylor had a <laughs> live mascot. Baylor had a live mascot. I mean if you want to take it by the literal sense of the word, every live mascot except for West Virginia and Notre Dame, and I guess Florida State to a certain extent, Texas Tech to a certain extent, they're all they all suck. They don't cheer. <laughs> Bevo doesn't cheer. Oklahoma State technically has a live mascot. Mm. And they reveal who their mascots are. So, like... Oh, I was talking about the horse, Bullet. Oh. But you are oh, correct about them revealing... Oh, the Texas Tech one's way up there for me. What's the Texas Tech The Masked Tech Rider. One? Yeah. That horse is pretty cool. That's a good choice. That might be my favorite. After the buffalo? Yeah, the buffalo's pretty cool. Again. Tough to really compare, I think. War Eagle, the War Eagle at Auburn, that's really cool. The Falcon. Yeah. Eagle. No, or um, Air Force Falcon. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's that's. We're cool talking too. about flying birds. Yes. Oh, there's that Jayhawk. That's real. Oh, wait. No, it's not. No, it's not. If a natural disaster came to your game while you were playing, would it count as being a live mascot? Ooh. Iowa State? 
I was thinking Miami. Ah, that's that's a dark horse right there, if you ask or me. Or Tulsa. <laughs> Not a, just any hurricane. A golden <laughs> hurricane. Oh, those golden hurricanes. There we go. That's into that. Does she have more? No. Well, she had more, but oh, other people she had also other had more. She had uh, so many. I don't know why we did that one. Just to make her feel better? I'm not sure. I mean, did we really make her feel better? Was that answer so good that she's like, oh, I've accomplished something in my life other than having 17 children? <laughs> She'll tweet us. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From KM Wildcat, if K-State could no longer be called the Wildcats, what mascot would you choose? <sighs> it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. tough i would say you gotta make like regional sense or something but you actually don't because but i'm a big fan of that you should make regional sense i don't like when someone has a mascot that isn't in their region it bothers me let's think of some outlandish ones pioneers sun devil well they were the farmers at one point that would be just, honestly, at that point, I would agree with KU fans at, that you can label K-State a bunch of ag hicks. If they were the Kansas State Farmers, how do you come back from that? You don't. You're not in the Big 12. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on. Well, if you we want make to, your food. We don't, we're just not going to have you in the conference. You're the Farmers. But as Aggies, that's permissible around the uh, world. I don't want to be Aggies again. Also, Texas A&M doesn't really, like, embrace. It's a dog. <laughs> Oh, they have a live mascot, too. Yeah, but it's a... I'm not a big Border Collie fan. Eh, it's a dog. It's really long hair. I don't like it. Um, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I kind of like Duke basketball, but, like, devil, like devils are really cool. Sun oh. devils, blue devils. Okay, Catholic boy. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. You, you make a really good point there. Yeah. Repent on that one. Mm-hmm. No. The devil is cool, says Riley Gates. God's <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to have to explain yourself. <laughs> Damn, I just got another check mark on the list. <laughs> I, I think Kansas Wesleyan has a very consummate 
Kansas mascot in the Coyotes. Yeah, that's good. Um, the Gorillas. Pitt that State. doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Why is Pitt State the Gorillas? So only African teams can be Gorillas? Well, yeah. You should have a mascot that applies to your region. Well, you shouldn't be the Cyclones in Iowa. You shouldn't be the Hurricane in in Tulsa. Has there it, never been a tornado in Iowa? That's not what a cyclone is. A cyclone is a hurricane in the southern hemisphere. They don't even know what their damn mascot is. Damn. He's right. Fair. Cyclone is a... A cyclone is not a tornado. This is a cyclone warning. Should have evacuated days ago. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the gorillas because of the rant that Mike Leach went on when he was going through all the teams he had played and... And that was welcome to Pitt State because you're about to play the gorillas. Well, to counter your argument about the gorillas, if you want a mascot that is based on the region you're in, Pitt State is the gorillas. Why not the giraffes? Kansas is a zoo. That's fair. There we go. That's fair. Therefore, we are the Kansas State orangutans. Rhinocetops. <laughs> We're not going to go with rhinoceri. We're going to go with rhinocetops. Copperheads. <laughs> it's not bad. All I'm saying is, like, uh, if if it came down to it and K-State had to rebrand itself something, I think it would be incredibly lame. It would either be cliche or it would be just a loser name of some sort. Sunflowers. Yeah, I mean, like, just something awful. It could be the ringnecks. Hill City's the ringnecks. Oh, you don't want to be named after a pheasant? I won't lie. The Hill City Ringnecks is a really cool name, except we kind of called them the Hill City Rednecks a few times. Yeah. You get yourself in trouble with that mm-hmm. one. I don't know. I don't know. That's man. a tough question. I mean, I think if Manhattan had a minor league baseball team and with Embath in town, I want them to be the Mad Cows. <laughs> the Manhattan See, We would Mad be the cows. Kansas State cattle. That's what we would be. My minor league baseball team or replacement Manhattan High or new Manhattan High School mascot would be steamboats for the steamboat. I like that it. That got stuck. Right that there. Caused on. us to exist. Right. Steamboat I'm not going to ask you. You can tell me the story later. I don't want to hear it on the podcast. We were, we were originally the settlement of New Boston, but they were struggling to get enough people, and then a steamboat came down the river and got caught on a sandbar and they got off there, and they were heading towards Junction City, and they said, if you stay here, they were from New York, we'll name it our town Manhattan. There you go. That's uh, something new And that's why our friends at New Boston Media are New Boston Media, because that was the original name Manhattan. I learned something new today. There you go. Yeah. And I'm all for the steamboats. Thank you. I like that name. But uh, I think another good name would be the Bulls. The Balls or the Bulls? <laughs> That's it for the podcast. We just changed Kansas State's nickname to the Balls. We'll be seeing you next year. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> As everyone unsubscribes. The Bulls. I mean, it's, a, it's an ad you really name. Need a, you really need to enunciate. You need to put that Bulls. Bull. And think about it. When a ref makes a bad call, it is context. Move on. Move on. Also from KM Wildcat, 
what Willy Wildcat tackling episode is your favorite? Uh, this is an underrated question because I spent so many Sundays after games looking on YouTube to find the skit because I loved those things when they were allowed to happen. I have no opinion on this. Go. You don't like them? I, I thought it was stupid from the get-go. I always loved them. The one where the kid had the seizure because that's the one that ended them. <laughs> Rightfully so. Damn it. Call the ambulance! Shut up! He's dead! <laughs> Damn it, man. Uh, I wanted to... He took... My, on the question, he took my initial answer. It was the Nebraska one where... That's a pretty good one. They roped up Willie and threw yeah. him in a cornfield. The logistics of it, that Willie was strong enough to escape a tied rope behind his back and legs, whatever. But I'll go with the Colorado game. I think it was 2000, like, shoot, what year would that have been? 10, maybe? Uh, when they uh, advised people to not walk home alone because of where Willie, and they used the old Willie head, the one that's in the union, and... Le- like, I legit couldn't believe that they actually used the old Willie head on account of, like, what if something happened to it? But that was really cool, and then he woke up, and he was normal Willie. Now, we're just going to ignore the fact that a bunch of humans walked by a cat man laying in a yard asleep, but, nah, that, that was really cool, too, just because they used the old Willie. The Nebraska one's the Sorry. only skit I can... Standing up. It's the only skit I can think of, because that's the only one I think I see on YouTube. There's a Nebraska one. Um, are you done over there? I'm not done. I'm not happy. There's a KU one. Oh, oh, the, oh, I got it. I got it. The KU one in 2012. I think it was 12 or maybe 11. I forget which year it was. Because he hit the Jayhawks so hard that his head fell off. Willie's head fell oh, the hell off. That was good. That was hilarious. And I was stunned. It's a human being under there. I know. It's crazy. Kids were crying. Cats and dogs were living together. I was kind of in that phase where, like, my little brother Tyson was... I mean, like, he wasn't dumb enough to think it was a legit man-cat, but also he was not fully on board with the... There's a human under there. I mean, Willie was still a thing, like, legit thing. So that was a tough one to describe. (laughs) How did Parker handle it? Not good. I'm trying to think. Like 15 years ago, I thought there was one where they had like cardboard, but they were like bars. Like like they popped up like Rusty's Last Chance or something. And like he got it. Like Willie went inside, beat up some people or beat up the Marshall mascot or what. I don't know what. It was like on the field that they I'm did trying it. to think. I, I think. We're gonna have to just have. If you go look at the water boy, these. if you go look at the water boy skit that they did like in '98 or whatever, that was a really good one too. In 2000, whatever year that was. Moving on from Chris six six two zero four. How do you think you would? How do you? How do each of you think you would do in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Tell me, shorts. Who's the toughest guy here? Who's the biggest badass on the cell block? Whatever you do, don't go near those guys. To express ourselves and to extinguish. They're Scientologists. They don't look so tough. Yeah. They'll talk your ear off and then sue your ass. Let me clarify my question, Shorts. Who's the most dangerous sexual predator on the cell block? Oh, that's easy. It's Danger Cat. Uh, Not well at all. I'll be honest, I think I'd do pretty well because I would be the guy that, like. Well. We're waiting. 
Yeah. <laughs> Finish that sentence. I'm saying not that. I'm saying, like, I'm pretty good at, like, riding the fence on, like, knowing what people want to, you know. I can make you happy when you need something. You know, you say, hey, do this. I'll do it. And I might, if you if you feel away, I'm not gonna like conflict your opinion on something to your face. But I could do, I could go pretty good at like going behind people's back and being like friends with everybody along the way. That way, they don't hurt me, you know. Oh, but then that would get around, and then you'd be hurt because you were you mm. stabbed everybody in the back. You were playing everybody, <sighs> and then I would literally get stabbed in the yeah. back. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Oh, man. That's how you lose Big Brother. I also don't think I'd ever leave my cell on a fear of being injured. He got a little pretty mouth, ain't he? That's the truth. So you'd say you would do well in prison, but you would never leave your cell because you were fearful of getting injured. Actually, Therefore, I'd like to completely change my answer. I would do very poorly in prison because, honestly, man, when I'm just, like, sitting at home alone on Sundays not doing anything, it sucks. I like hanging out with people. And well, you don't you, get to really hang out with that many people. Well, you're in the yard to get to hang out with the fellas. What kind of crime did you commit here that you're not hanging out with No, people? I mean, like, communicating with people and, like... Like, are you on death row? Like, well, then not- yes, hypothetically, yes. I don't know. Then yeah, that's pretty miserable. All I know is, if I get a chance to work out with the guys and do some lifting, let me play a little, little hoops. I think I get along well with everybody. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you wouldn't last all that long in the hoops game. I would say something smartass and then be knifed. Got to make friends with Cheeseburger Eddie. And that's the truth, with some cheese on it. I got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. I got the burgers that'll... I just got burgers. I don't know who a cheeseburger Eddie is. I don't! I don't! I... Never seen Longest Yard? That's a long time ago. See, I haven't seen the new one. Did you know Bill Snyder was in that movie? (laughs) Big if true. He looked just like Adam Sandler. That's the only scene I've seen in the new one. The greatest because turnaround. the old one was perfect and didn't need to be remade. The greatest turnaround in prison football history exists here today. <laughs> you know, when they put Adam Sandler in that hot box, I was like, I can never go to prison. Yeah. When Andy, when Andy Dufresne got two months in the hole, yeah, don't think so. That's like legit torture. Yeah. To hell with that, man. To hell with that. From... Queso Cat, what is the best menu item in Manhattan that includes cheese of some sort? I think we pressured him into only asking cheese questions. He asked legitimate questions in the first part of the podcast. I mean, or like, the real podcast. I mean, like overtime only questions because we criticized him for not asking cheese questions last best week. Well, he dropped the ball. Cheese. There's cheese on raspberry black bean dip, so. Technically correct. There you go. Really? You're going there? I've eaten that as a meal before. I'll go high-low pizza. <laughs> well, the, but the mac and That's cheese. That's what you did. The, the no. Best, the best cheese product in town is the Cox Brothers Mac and Jack. Yeah. Period. Yeah. 
I'll go with that. That's incredible. Could we I get, go and get a three-meat platter. You get two sides. I get Mac and, and Jack and Mac and Jack. I told my mom, so we had Cox Brothers cater my graduation, and she was like, you get you know, two two sides for the catering. You just want to do like baked beans and potato salad, pretty brilliant. And I was like, no, we're definitely doing Mac and Jack as one of the sides. Right. Like, my graduation, I did this. That's the only reason beans? I showed up. I mean, they're universe. I hate baked beans. Yeah, it's a terrible side. But it's a common catering barbecue side that a majority of people like. Mm-hmm. As sad as it is to live in that life, what could we get the Hilo and Cox Brothers to collaborate and we get a mac and cheese pizza with the mac and jack? Hilo mac and cheese isn't good enough for you? No, I mean, it is. It's but pretty it, traditional mac and cheese, though. The mac and jack, though, it's, it's jacked. It's just good. Just ask for some pepper jack on your Hilo pizza. Mm, not the same. It's not the same. Okay. Next. From Ema Wildcat 82 is Yo a result of the midnight matinees shown at the Varsity Theater? What is the story on who Yo is? We don't know, but it used to be four years ago. When Aggieville was really a diverse area and they had gas stations, you know, like the corner where Buffalo Wild Wings was a gas station, I'm told that our building was actually a garage. Now, how they got cars in and out of there, I'm unclear, but that's what it was. They bring them in through the alley and and someone was killed underneath a car like the jack fell. That was a story I heard. I don't know if there's any truth to it. All I know is Yo's real and I don't want to go back and see him again because he might be pissed we left him. I like to think there was an accident in the varsity theater and somebody hid the body. There is a chance that Yo was actually a guy that went to the varsity theater to watch porn when it showed there. Because before VHS, yes, they showed it in movie theaters. And Yo never died there, but he loved the things he experienced while at the varsity theater that when he died... He came back there. Well, that was another in a long series of regrettable life choices. Well, from Danny Fab one <laughs> I don't have. What is your least favorite or overused coach speak cliche? Got to go one and oh this week. <laughs> one and oh, that's all we're focused on. One and oh this week. That's it. I mean, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell that. Everybody's like, football is a team game. Okay, it's not a team game. Okay, I did my part. All right, I put in a great game plan. I mean, these players—they're horrible. These my players are no good. I mean, everybody's like, no excuses. No, I got—you know what? I got 22 excuses. 11 on my offense and 11 on my defense. Do we have a chance next week? No, we don't. We're 0 and 8. We're not good at football. I got three white receivers. I tried to recruit bigger, better players to come play for us, but they went to good schools. I mean, they're all talking in the locker room like, we're a team. We're in this together. No matter what happens, we're together. Like, not me. Dude, I'm out of here. This team's terrible. <laughs> Honestly, man, I have so many that I hate, uh, that I love to hate, hate to love, however you want to put it. The one that just irks me off so much, and I don't, I don't mean to call out a current player, but Adam Holtorf, when you ask about the offensive line issues, it's what do you guys got to do better to fix the the issues on the offensive line? Just consistency of what? <laughs> What what consistency do you need to fix? And I know he's probably getting that from Connor Riley or Chris Kleiman or somebody, but that doesn't make any sense. We just need to be more consistent. The one I hate, and I catch myself using it in basketball, is score the ball. Which 
you know, it makes sense. You pass the ball, you dribble the ball, you score the ball. But, God, I hate that, and yet I say it once in a while. (laughs) (sighs) But there's, I mean, honestly, there's so many. uh, uh, we're We're only focused on Team X this week. We're not. We're not. We're not looking down the road yet. We just take it one game at a time. No, you don't. BS. I don't know if I can cuss yet. Texas did not give a about whoever they played before Oklahoma. They have had the Oklahoma game circled for weeks. They didn't care about LSU. They lost to LSU. Yeah. They didn't game. play LSU before Oklahoma. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah, they lost at home to LSU. Oh, I retract that comment then. <laughs> but still. The 1-0, the take it one day at a time, just get a little bit better. Sorry to throw Coach Snyder under the bus there. The little things. we got to keep doing the little things right. <laughs> Focus on detail. Focus on the details. It'll all pay off in the end. 1-0 this week. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> From CFID, I think that's how he wants it pronounced. Right? I don't know, man. I think that's right. What is your favorite whiskey slash beverage after a win and after a loss? I'm a Woodford Reserve guy. I think he said Woodford in his question. Yeah, I love Woodford Reserve. Love it. Little rocks, a splash of water, so I don't have to wait for the ice to melt. Because I love it and I want it right then. One of the things I really enjoyed doing is, I mean, I'm a big Crown Coke guy. So I go home, have a drink. And then, like, it, it's on, like, those nights where, like, nobody's in town, like, doing anything. They don't have anybody to go see or anything like that. And I just go home, and I'm scheduling, like, content tweets for the morning and, like, you know, whatever. Send a newsletter, just kind of sitting there relaxing. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Feels good. Oh, yeah. Also, I had I had a Crown of Coke after I finished my uh, Big 12 Championship postgame coverage. And that was about 3.30 in the morning. Felt great at the time. Didn't feel good when I woke up at eight to go to church the next day. Yeesh. Should not have stayed up for that. Well, after the devil comment, you're free. You're good. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. For me, it's just water because I'm usually pretty dehydrated after the game, being on the field in the heat. It's fair. With no water in sight. If you want my technical, like, one game example, this is when we were in West Virginia last year, and I went over to the sports bar across the street to watch the end of a football game, and I had a rather yar- large, large yingling. That was the best postgame drink I ever had. Hmm. So there you go. Last question on the podcast from AZCat05. I must admit, sometimes I have to listen to the podcast twice since I fall asleep. What soothing sounds do you listen to in order to fall asleep at night <laughs> or an afternoon nap? I actually have an answer to this. I don't listen to anything, guys. Do you have to have a fan or anything? I have to have my fan on because it's hot. But like, but it makes noise. You probably if ceiling, it wasn't it's on, a ceiling fan. Oh, yeah. No, I I just, I really have never knock on wood. I really have never struggled with like, oh wow, I'm, I'm, I got to have something going on in my head to like to listen to or anything like that. I've just never been that type of person. I am when I'm on planes. What are you laughing at? Nothing. You missed it. <laughs> you missed We're just it. Gonna move on. I am on planes. Can't sleep on planes if I'm not listening to anything. But music to block everything out. Yeah. We have started listening to ocean waves, like not very loud, but it's there. 
Interesting. One day we were listening to Thunderstorm, and it's not very loud. And I wake up in the morning and I thought it was raining. But I forgot I put it on. But I listen to Ocean Waves almost every night now. I love rain. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're telling me, do you want to sleep with rain on your window every night? Absolutely. No, I mean, like, the sounds. Yeah. The sounds. I mean, yeah, we just have our, we got an Alexa next to our bed, and I got a speaker hooked up to it, a small speaker, and we just put on Ocean Waves. It plays all night. Could you tell Alexa to play, like, rain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, we do that. Rain. I mean, a bunch of things. Wind. Do you think Siri would play rain if I told her to? Yeah, absolutely. Try it. Play rain. Are you going to play Hold on. Purple yeah. Rain? I'm on it. What? Sorry. I can't play that right now. Please try again later. Try, ask her to play Rain Sounds. Hey, Siri, play Rain Sounds. If it's not on your phone, it probably won't. I don't know. Maybe she has a program in I'm there. on it. I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be in the music. Oh, Sorry. see, that sucks. I can ask Alexa and she just plays stuff. How nice of her. The new Siri... If you do the Hey Siri thing, you know, it always, like, ding. It doesn't ding anymore. She just goes, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, there we go. Hey, Siri, load things onto Riley's phone that could get him arrested so he could do time so we could see how he does in prison. That's it for the podcast. It's been the overtime. We hope you enjoyed it. Go forth into your weekend. Remember, the game's at 11. That's a.m. You have to wake up. So don't get carried away in Aggieville tonight or whateverville you're in. Temper yourselves, folks, and then meet down in Aggieville after the Wildcats beat the Sooners. Or if the Sooners beat the Wildcats. Either way, Aggieville, Saturday night, Riley will be there. You should too. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus.